Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today I've got something completely unique and completely different, but something that's very, very relevant, especially if you're single and especially if you use online dating sites. I've got David Scott, who's a guy who's been really delving into this deep and it's going to give us some great insights and information around how to spot the red flags around all this stuff. So very excited to welcome you, David. All the way from, where is it you're from? Uh, Georgia, United States of America. <laughs> All the way from Georgia, United States of America. Okay, David, um, it, it's it's wonderful to, to meet you and it, it's a really fascinating topic. Um, I'm really going to be intrigued to see where this goes today. So uh, online dating scams then, how did you get involved into, you know, going down this line and, and delving into this as a subject? So it's actually kind of interesting, uh, Lynn. Um, uh, I was actually doing some research for uh, internet security uh, position at a company. And um, during my research, uh, one of the things that I noticed is there was not a lot of information about romance scams. Um, and just off to the side, I just kind of started piddling around and, and doing a little bit of research on how they worked and um, uh, things of that nature uh, while doing the research for this position. Um, coming up, you know, de- uh, dealing with the different uh, techniques that hackers use and things of that nature. Um, and uh, so I uh, just kind of piddling off to, you know, here and there um, with the research uh, and kind of started taking some notes. Um, and, um, I guess in about, about the end of 2017, somewhere in October, I guess, mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit before, uh, I received a couple of random messages, um, and I didn't actually pick them up and, uh, respond, uh, until the beginning of 2018. And I guess that's really what kicked off really the deep dive of the whole online romance scam community thing. So yeah, and and then from there I just kind of dove in and and uh, thought it'd be a good idea to do research and start writing some documentation on on the romance scam. And uh, the only way that the romance scam is actually going to work is they have to receive money. Yeah. Um, so I uh, started using money. <laughs> so did you actually test this out for yourselves then? You know, as as a sort of um, pretending to be. Uh, you know, somebody that had, had been coerced into, um, you know, them believing the, that you're um, somebody that's interested in them and w- would be, you know, stupid enough, I suppose, <laughs> in their eyes to, to part with the money. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting enough, um, I uh, had a little extra money and the first request came in. And uh, now I had been getting requests prior to that for, uh, you know, help me out. Uh, can you, you know, give me, you know, $25 or whatever. And I'd always said no and blocked them. Uh, typically that's what most people will do. Yes. Uh, 
until it was, you know what, I got some extra money. Let's see what happens. Um, so I effectively made myself the target um, just to, I kind of reversed it. I wanted to know how far they were willing to go to continue to try to get money. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, it's scary. Very detrimental. Yeah, uh, I, I understand that. I, I actually saw this you know, in motion when I was single after me and my ex-husband separated about 10 years ago now before I met my uh, current partner and I was using the online dating and I actually saw it in action myself, but I was... I'm an ex-policewoman, so I was sort of looking for red flags, if you know what I mean, around those sorts of things. And uh, yeah, but you know, if you if you actually have got some awareness, they're quite easy to spot. But obviously, uh, most people don't have that awareness. That's absolutely right. Um, uh, you, one of the, the advantages that I actually have over a lot of individuals who are on uh, online dating sites is I've actually been doing computers for thirty plus years. So uh, back in the catfish days of AOL, yes. um, you know, I was around at that point you know, to see what people were willing to do to meet somebody and things of that nature. So I kind of knew that once I gave out the first bit of money, um, that, that that was it. Um, there was no turning back. Yeah, they thought they'd got the fish hooked. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Um, it, it's, it's uh, it's the mindset of the scammer uh, is, is very interesting um, because they they do they think that um, it, it's very interesting they they actually target certain individuals based on their age their look uh, what they have going on um, and so when you give them that money uh, they they think that you are, quote unquote, that lonely that you're willing to pay somebody for their companionship. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of go from there. They escalate. And there are absolutely no means uh, that uh, there's nothing that they will not do to get money. Um, and when I say that it's horrible, I, I've been blackmailed. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I actually have um, uh, about six FBI reports that I've made um, because of what they do um, in order just to get a $25 gift card. Really? So even, you know, for sort of, I suppose, relatively small amounts of money, they're willing to go to quite extreme lengths? Yes. Oh, yes. They... they um, um, it, it's an interesting fact about the money. Um, and I never knew it until I started diving into it and, you know, you know, paying, you know, $25 here to this person or 50 bucks here to that person. Um, you know, one of their techniques is, um, that, uh, you know, $25 is not a lot, No, you know, it's, and it, and it, and relatively speaking, it's not, no. um, you know, you know, $25, you know, I mean, it takes me almost fifty dollars to fill up my truck. So twenty five twenty five dollars is not a lot, Lynn. So, um, but it's not the short term amount that they're going for. No, and that's that's the thing about the romance scam is what makes them so difficult to really figure out is it can take as short as ten minutes 
or as long as a year and a half before they ask for money. Right. And that's what makes it so difficult to really determine uh, if you're the person that you're talking to is actually a scammer or not. Mm. Yeah. I, I talked, there was one, I, I'm going to say young lady, um, that took about six and a half months before she started asking for money. Um, now, typically speaking, in a normal online dating type of relationship, six and a half months is a long enough time to actually build a rapport. Yes. Um, you know, starting to feel some feelings, starting to get a connection. Mm. And that's when the hook kind of reverses. Because the target, which I made myself, is now kind of attached to that person that you're talking to. Yes. And so when they say, "Hey, I'm I'm running a little short on my my bills. Can you can you send me a hundred dollars?" Six and a half months, seven months in, you're like, "Yeah, sure, I can do that." You know, because I think I know you. Mm. And then and then and then you are really hooked. But I suppose that, some people can afford to, you know, sort of I suppose invest that time building that emotional investment from the person they're scamming because they've probably got other people that are previously further on along the line that are, you know, paying them bigger bucks to tide them over in the meantime. That's right. Yeah. It's, um, it's the, the online scam, the online romance scam is very interesting because, you know, I'm one person and I think I'm talking to one, to another individual and that other individual may be talking to 10 other individuals. Yes. So if I send $25 and each of those 10 people send $25, they just made 250 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Is that the right math? Yeah. yeah. They just made $250. So it's even in a short-term investment, if they have five of those 10 people block them and the other five give them $25, they're still making a pretty decent amount of money. Yeah, and they could all be at different stages of how much, you know, those um, uh, targeted people have invested in that relationship. That's right. That's that's absolutely right. And, uh, you know, so I, I've actually gone out and um, uh, 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 the, the, the unfortunate thing about the online romance scam, and I, and I actually fell prey to this, is that it's the actual connection that everybody involved gets attached to. So once I gave the first individual $25, I now know that they're hooked. Yes. They're never going to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And so um, the only way to get them to leave you alone is you, you, you literally have to stop talking to them. Yes. Um, and if you're connected to that person, it makes it very difficult to stop. And that's how that romance scam actually works. Mm. And it's going to be such a bigger issue as time progresses, because as we all get older, we all start working, we all start getting busy, and we don't really have time to go out and socially meet people face to face. Mm. Or an individual is too awkward or... Um, they don't feel comfortable with that. Something will, chances are something's going to hinder them from meeting, like going to a bar, et cetera, et cetera. 
So as the online communities continue to grow, such as Tinder and um, I don't even know all the apps. <laughs> you know, the yeah, only one see, I know of Tinder. Yeah, Tinder is is the main, I think, mobile app, isn't it? And then there's, there's, there's literally thousands of online dating sites, isn't there? Uh, there is, um, and it's it's you know they they spin them up and then they you know they've got you hooked into that site that's uh, giving you a social means of outlet or a social outlet means um, to intermingle with individuals uh, either on a hobby base where you you've got the same hobbies or if you're just trying to hook up like uh, I guess that's what Tinder is used for um, to do that. Um, and scammers just kind of, that's their feeding ground. That's, that's where they go. Um, because everybody on these dating apps are effectively alone and or lonely. Yeah. It's, 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 it makes my heart really, really, really sad to, to hear that because they are preying on really the, you know, the lonely and the vulnerable. And, um, you know, it makes me very sad to think they're going to be, you know, the ones that are, are going to end up, you know, massively out of pocket, not only financially, but emotionally as well. Yeah, the um, the the psychological damage, uh, as well as, you know, the, the financial and the emotional, those are those are kind of a given. But one of the things that you, you don't really comprehend until you actually are connected and you're, quote unquote, feeding into their the illusion that they're giving you that they're going to meet you and spend the rest of their lives with you is the psychological connection. Mm. Uh, you know, these, they, these scammers, uh, I had uh, one individual uh, was using pictures of children. So they were sending a picture with them and their child, um, things of that nature. Um, so, they actually go over the top to make that connection work. Have you any idea of, um, you know, how many of these, um, you know, are they all fake pictures and fake people? I mean, I'm assuming that some of these women that are represented are just uh, men, actually. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I'm actually kind of uh, in the process. I'm, I'm tooling around the idea of writing another, uh, basically a, seventh or eighth book or whatever number it is um, about the person behind the words on your screen. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I noticed on Facebook and, and, and Google plus before they shut it down is the amount of individuals that are putting their stuff, their identity, their pictures, their families out there for the entire world to see. So what happens is a scammer will go and steal photos mm. And then they go to, because they'll go to family photos, because most people that have a family aren't going to be on a dating site. So they go to a dating site using a stolen picture. Yeah. And so it's, that question is really kind of hard to, to answer, because you're, you, you're, you think you're talking to the person in the picture. Yeah. Have you been aware of, um, you know, I suppose, any difference in the way potentially a man might speak to you pretending to be a woman in a way a woman who is uh, pretending to be somebody different speaks to you or is it similar? Um, there, there is a difference in 
the way that a, a man will hold a conversation with me versus the way a woman will hold a conversation with me. Uh, there's a, the, the built-in want or urge of an individual. For example, a, uh, a man who is interested in women uh, is going to talk to another man differently than he would talk to a woman. Yes. Vice versa, a woman who is interested in a man is going to talk differently than she would talk to another woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that kind of comes out when I'm talking to a female, um, their sentence structure, what they say, uh, some of their urges uh, that are displayed in the, in the text uh, are typically womanly, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. No, I think you can pick up the masculine and feminine energy because, after all, we are different in the way we think, the way we feel, as well as, you know, physically. And it's common no- commonly known that women sort of speak, I think, three at least three times as many words as men, you know, and even in text talk, you know, so... Uh, so I think sometimes you know it is quite obvious you know whether you're speaking to a man or a woman if you're aware of these things that's right and it's it's you know the cynic structure is different um the the you you everybody uh including me uh when you're reading a text you get a sense of um what that person is kind of thinking at the time that there's you're reading it yeah um uh, and one of the things that I've noticed adamantly is uh, if an individual will not video chat or audio call you. Mm. Um, uh, now, there's a couple of different things there, but the majority of the time that I've come across, it's because I was talking to a man trying to portray himself as a female mm. um, to to the point. Uh, I've actually done a video call where the teenage boy actually had another phone with a picture of a woman on it trying to pass it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, I can remember when, um, you know, as I say, I, I was approached and I saw red flags around um, some of the uh, profiles on the dating site I was using. And... Uh, and, you know, I decided to play the game a bit like you, but I wasn't going to invest. I didn't go as far as to invest any money, but I did, I did you know, see, well, let me just see what, what happens, you know, if I respond to this. And uh, in actual fact, you know, although he was a, a white Caucasian, supposedly military officer, when he did it, I did insist that he get on a call and he, you could tell he was you know, obviously from Africa with a very definite black African voice. <laughs> right, right. And I thought, yeah, do you they, think I'm that stupid? <laughs> yeah, they, um, the, a lot of the, uh, the scammers, uh, scammer. Now, there is a difference between a scammer and a catfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, a scammer's goal is to catfish you to get money yes um but it's not just money that they're after um and that was what interested me the most is um uh you know the top telltale sign for me is send me your picture um that is the top sell sell sign telltale sign um because they're not necessarily that scammer is not necessarily after money they want identities so 
it's not just the, the, the financial backing that they're going for. Although they can get money, they're, they're going to take the money, clearly. Yes. Um, but they also want to steal your, some people's profiles whilst they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, and, they, you know, the more pictures, and this is, this is what the scariest part. So the first individual that I gave money to played, she, she was pretty good. Uh, she was Asian. And uh, the whole gambit of attempts, uh, my aunt needs surgery, uh, the hospital won't operate till I pay. Uh, there was a car accident. Um, that's all, all that started about, I'm going to say probably two months in, um, the first two months, it was normal communication. Hey, how are you doing? How's it going? How, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. That's another telltale sign. And so being new into the whole giving out money, I knew that I was, making myself a target. Yes. But so I hadn't gotten my emotions and, and my, my psychological attachment under control yet. So I fell prey to it. I got connected. Um, and that time there was pictures going back and forth, pictures of family, pictures of my family, pictures of my kids, um, uh, pictures of her child, et cetera, et cetera. And then it turned horrible <laughs> to say the least um that's so the six fbi reports that i have are on one individual really is that like yes. this one that you're speaking about now or somebody else yeah yeah no it's the one that i'm speaking about now um and it was um they were the story the story totally unbelievable and i didn't believe it because uh, i was trying to follow the money um, was that they were kidnapped when they were a young age. They were forced to be a, they were forced to do things in, in an illicit manner. Um, like into sex trafficking and that sort of thing. Yes. Um, and they were going behind the people's back, uh, to try to find somebody to help them. Well, I knew it was not a truthful story, but I figured why not? You know, this, this clearly is a scammer. Let's see where it's going to go. Hmm. Um, and that's, uh, I, I didn't, it didn't equate to me that this person would try to destroy innocent lives, uh, by posting stuff online just to make $25 gift card. Um, and that's exactly what they did. Um, and so it was, it was very detrimental. Um, cause as we know, once it's on the internet, you don't get it removed. No. And so, and then from there, they passed out my information. So I was getting uh, random text messages, random calls. Um, I even had somebody take pictures of the front of my house uh, and send them to me. Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of got, it kind of got pretty bad. That's really, uh, really scary and intimidating, you know, and, um, you know, imagine if you weren't, you know, a strong masculine male man that you are and you was you know a very vulnerable you know a scared female in that situation that, that that'd be really that would be quite traumatic wouldn't it oh absolutely absolutely and you know i i um i'm i'm pretty strong hearted and and strong willed and uh it, it struck a nerve with me and to the point of 
okay, so I can no longer share information about my children, um, which I don't, you know, uh, one of the things that it, my recommendation to anybody who's on a dating site, um, because you never know who you're going to talk to, never talk about your children, never say where your children are, never actually say where you are, um, things like that. Um, what am I, one of my go-to answers uh, is, uh, and I try to be as vague as possible now. Uh, so if I get a question of, uh, how are your kids, where are they at? My kids are safe mm. and they're well taken care of. Yeah. So, you know, it, you kind of have to evolve as the evolution of online dating, online social apps evolve, the scammer will evolve. And we have to evolve to combat that scammer. How, um, how do you think, um, you know, the owners of these dating sites manage, you know, do you think they take this, the, the scam situation problem seriously? Do you think they're doing enough to police it? I, to be honest with you, I think that they're doing what they can do. Um, it's, uh, you know, if, if we don't report the profiles to the maintainers of these sites, the maintainers of these sites don't know to do anything. Mm. Um, I'm in a group. Uh, it's a dating group, uh, and it's actually on Facebook. Um, and, um, they have and the moderators and the administrators of the group and they, they do what they can. Um, but there's just, you know, so many people that you can only do so much, you know, mm -hmm. they try to vet the individuals as much as they can. Um, but that's not to say, you know, I'm going to take somebody else's picture and pose as somebody else and have an audio conversation with my voice or a voice changer and then I get approved, mm -hmm. right? And then one of the things that one of their notorious that they're about is they will take, um, once they start talking to you and you're actually in a couple of days of communication, they will try to move you off to a different means of yes. talking. Yeah. So Google Hangouts, WhatsApp, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognize that as being something that, yeah. They were quite keen for me to, to almost immediately, <laughs> you know, when I was uh, sort of playing the game. And I, act right. I actually realized that um, it was probably the same person in person impersonating three different, um, you know, in my case, that it, that it, there were three different supposed U.S. military guys on the website, surprisingly with very similar profiles, all widowed, apparently, um, you know, and, and very similar blurb connected to their pictures. And I thought, well, you know, that, that, that's a huge red flag for a start. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, let, let's just play a, play around with this a little bit, you know, and let's see if I can get them to, to, um, make a mistake, which is what happened, you know, in, in terms of, um, uh, how it how it panned out but you know in, in all those cases they were they were trying to get me away from that platform to speak on something different other than through that messaging service that's right that's right um there and you know plenty of fish that was the one that i was thinking of um there is uh, uh the techniques that they use um it's constantly evolving so um one of the detrimental things that occurred to me um, because I dove headlong and I had talked to so many people, um, is that um, 
if I can't shake your hand, uh, typically I'm not going to believe what you send me in a text. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's unfortunate because with the way that the online community is going, um, with the social apps, the dating apps, et cetera, et cetera, that, um, a lot of people just want to have a conversation and not really meet and do anything. When you talk to as many people as I have, and you've given out as much money as I have, you stop trusting, mm. like, altogether. Um, oh, that's a it, big shame, David, isn't it? That is a really big shame. It, it is, and and uh, I, I'm starting to um, – it's not that I lost trust. So I, I did, but I didn't. It's, it's, it's interesting that uh, I'm starting to get – give people the benefit of the doubt because I've kind of evolved to not everybody I'm going to talk to is going to be a scam. That being said, um, some of the stories, I actually met a young lady um, who had I not met her in person, I would have said she was a scammer. Really? And what, what led yeah. you to believe that? Um, just some of the things that she was saying, some of the story, um, and they go pretty elaborate. So um, she was telling me how a tree fell on her car um, and she could not uh, travel around because the car was uh, inoperable. Um, and then uh, she was having some issues with the insurance company not wanting to pay for the car to be repaired. Um, there was uh, about the... Uh, the place that she was trying to buy the car from. Um, uh, she was having some issues because she just got out of uh, neck surgery. And so there was all of these things. As I'm looking at this story, mm -hmm. um, you know, she's telling me in text, and I'm like, okay, it's, I, I have to meet you. I mean, you're three miles down the road. I have to meet you. Typically, a scam will be, okay, you want to meet me, I need to do something with my, my, my mom or my grandmother or my aunt or my uncle um, or my brother or my sister. Give me a $25 gift card and I'll meet you wherever you want. This individual didn't do that. This individual said, here's my address. Come over if you want. Um, and then I met her in person and it was like, okay, so you really have a brace around your neck <laughs> really on your, on your car. Um, it's like, okay, so so the first person I met off the internet, the story would have been, had I not met them, a scam story. Mm. So that kind of added to the whole, um, maybe some of these stories are true. If you can't meet the person for whatever reason, it, whatever reason they give you, if they say, I can't meet you until I pay this or until I take care of this, Chances are that's a scammer. Yeah. So what what do you think, um, you know, in terms of leaving this particular episode around um, some very typical um, red flags that you could share with us and the listeners uh, around, you know, um, what are the most common ones? Um, yeah. So some of the things that I've learned is everyone who's listening you know how the people in your area talk. Uh, you know how the sentence structure is. Pay attention to that because that is a good indication of um, 
what type of person you may be talking to. You know how your country uh, abbreviation is. Uh, pay attention to that. Um, so here in the in the U.S., and I'm going to kind of give it away, which is going to make it even that much more difficult to determine. People in the states will refer to us as the states or U.S. Mm. They typically don't say USA. So that is a, a, a great indication. If somebody says USA, you know, I'm in Kansas, USA, they're not a native. They're, they're, they don't live in the United States. Um, because that's the, not what natives usually say. Right. We don't, we don't refer to us as the United States of America, uh, unless it's a debate or political. Mm. Uh, you know, this is America or I live in the United States. Right. Uh, the U.S., if you're outside of the country but you're from here, you're going to refer to it as back, back in the States. Yes. Um, so uh, that's, that's a good indication of the type of individual you're talking to. Uh, they're not going to be familiar with your area. They're not going to be familiar with how you talk, some of the lingo. Um, you know, uh, you, if you say um, certain things like, uh, I, I'm, try, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, uh, certain, certain things that you would say based in your demographic area, your geographic area, um, but they don't say it at all. Right. But they say they're, you know, I live right down the street from you, but I'm going to talk in terms that you don't use. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I get that. Uh, so you know, would you say uh, that, uh, you know, when you talk thinking about what percentage of these, um, scammers, um, are actually outside of most people's geographical area, um, would you say it's almost all, 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 all foreigners, all you know, all the scammers are usually foreigners from Asia or um, Africa, or typically. So there's there's a, a kind of a, a grouping of where they are. Uh, when it, when most people hear the word scammer, they think Nigeria, they think um, Ghana, they think you know South Africa, things that area. Mm. Uh, they they're in. China, they're in Russia, they're in the United States. Uh, there was an arrest made not very long ago within the past three weeks. Um, that was a pretty large scam bust um, here in the United States. So um, most, if not, I'm not going to say all, but most of them originate from South Africa area. Um, the South, you know, the Nigeria, yeah. uh, South Africa. South America, Nigeria, uh, Ghana, those area where it's it's uh, the normal is poverty. Yeah. Uh, you know, the government controls everything. Mm. Um, and they're just trying to make money to make ends meet. Um, th their intentions may be good, but their intentions towards us, me, you, uh, are not good. They're not honorable. Mm. Now, I think certainly with the, the ones I came across, that there were definitely African Nigerians, like you said. And, uh, you know, I I, I was, was fortunate to very early on in my life, um, you know, have some good friends who were actually Nigerian, who were students and friends of mine. And so I got used to the, the language, the lingo and the way they spoke. And when, when I did actually get one of these guys on the phone, I recognized it straight away. You know, it was... 
it was just so obvious <laughs> to me because I was used to the, that that listening to that uh, dialect in that accent. Right, that's right. And and you had asked me some other tips. Um, uh, most real people, myself, you, real people, will not have a problem having an audio call or a video call. Mm. Uh, um, so, you know, if there's always an excuse of my phone is broke, it's prepaid time, um, you know, we, I could go into, you know, the, 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 the currency of other countries and how their data actually works in some of these scam countries. Um, I, sorry, that's misspoke. In some of these countries that are notorious for scamming. It, you know, it, it's uh, it, it baffles me um, that it's kind of known that in 2019, if somebody's not going to audio or video chat with you and they're asking for money, they're a scammer. Yeah, I would think that that would be common knowledge. Um, but oddly enough, it's a trillion dollar industry. Yeah. I actually know one woman that got scammed out of £19,000 through one of these um, dating sites, you know, by a very clever guy. Um, you know, so that was a heck, of, a heck of a lot of money. I don't know how much you've invested over the time, you know, in, in um, you know, highlighting this problem and researching this problem. But, you know, she 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 was so ashamed of it as well you know she she said i've been a very very stupid woman and i felt so sorry for her yeah it's um uh you know my biggest advice is speak out um don't be ashamed these people are they've been doing it for a very long time and their whole goal is to shame you into staying hidden um you know if you spend you know, I met a gentleman who not only spent two hundred thousand, but took out another loan and spent a total of like almost a half a million dollars. Oh my gosh! Doesn't want to speak out. Mm. Like, you know, why don't you want to speak out? And he's like, "Well, I'm ashamed." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, yeah. Well, what are you ashamed of?" And so the biggest tactic that they have um, is the fear tactic. The shame so tool. Only- yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and I have learned that fear is one of the biggest tactics that they use. Yeah. I mean, this, this poor woman did the same thing. You know, she sold a property, you know, went into rented accommodation to send this money. And, um, you know, obviously then I never heard from them again. And, um, you know, like you say, they, they play that shame card very well. They do. And they, and you know, it's, it's, they, they, um, it, it's unfortunate. Um, uh, that you know that's that's the biggest thing that they play on that this person's going to give me money and then they're not going to say anything because I'm going to take all their money and totally destroy not only their life which would have been my life but the lives of everybody around them which would have been my kids my family etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know in the hopes that they never speak out right so they hope I don't speak out well I'm a now I've evolved. I'm a different breed of target because um, I learned if I give you $25, that means I accept that you're a scammer and I have hooked you. And now I'm going to kind of not, not necessarily, but quote unquote, attack the person behind the words. Um, so now they become the fish on the hook. <laughs> Right. And because they think they're going to get more money, they won't go away. 
And so it's, it's a reverse psychological attack, so to speak. It's, I know you're trying to scam me, but I'm going to give you a little bit of money. So you have to tolerate everything I say to you. So what's actually happening, do you think, in terms of, um, you know, the, the police doing anything internationally to, to, to clamp down on this problem and the FBI, you know, is it considered to be, uh, you know, something worth their, their time? So there, that's, a, that's, that's a very interesting question. Um, as a victim, we're all going to say, yes, they should do more. As they put it to me when I talk to them, uh, they have to hit, a, an individual has to hit a certain amount of money that they've actually given anybody before they'll even start to investigate. And, and so there's that limit. Um, when I went to the local police, I was told, hey, just block them and then don't worry about it because it's on the internet and you can't be charged with a crime until it's proven. And my response to them was, but this is my kid on the internet. And it was the same thing. And, and, and the officer said, look, there's no allegation. There's, it's on the internet. And the biggest problem with it being on the internet is it's judge or a jury by society. I mean, they do quite a lot, don't they, to, um, you know, when it comes to online grooming of children and, uh, you know, catching paedophiles and things like that, you know, I don't see why they shouldn't take this just as seriously. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, they, they would. The problem is you have to invest money. Um, and, and, and so the government, and I would venture to say that any government is not going to invest money when the turnout or the payoff is not really worth it. Um, uh, and, and what I mean by that is if they have to, if the government has to pay out a hundred thousand dollars to trap five people, the payout on those five people is not worth a hundred thousand dollars. And so that's, that's the biggest problem with the scams in themselves. And that's across the board, whether it be, uh, and I don't know what kind of scams you guys get over there, but uh, we get calls for, um, Facebook lottery winner, uh, uh, you know, the IRS, you owe taxes, you're going to go to jail. Um, yeah. Well, I've got, you know, a million pounds, multi-million pounds that my uncle's left in his will, but I can't release it without you helping me. And I'll, you know, make you a billionaire if you help me do it and all that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, um, uh, you know, that's, there's not enough manpower in the government to actually go after because when you take one person down 10 more pop up i suppose the only thing to do is do what we're doing and, and create more awareness around the signs to look for and um, you know educate people around um you know being you know responsible for for the for noticing that's right that's right that you know knowledge is power um i've got a a, a buddy of mine that i'm working with um i, I work with not working with regarding this, but I work with, um, and he had just gone through, um, a divorce and you, we were talking about, you know, the people on the internet that he's trying to meet. And, uh, he told me that he met somebody on Tinder and they went out to, to some drinks. Um, and he paid like a hundred dollar, um, bar tab. Um, and he was telling me and I was like, okay, so what happened? He goes, well, I met a scammer in person and that, kind of hit home because 
it, now this into this young lady that he met probably wasn't a scammer because she met him in person. But it's interesting that once we have the knowledge of what to look for, we're always looking for it. Yeah. Like you said, you kind of, to some extent, tire everybody with the same brush when they could be actually, you know, somebody that was genuine, like the, the girl that you met that actually was local and, and genuinely in that, that dire straits that she was in. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, trust is a very interesting thing. I met her. Um, and, you know, you know, I, I had an extra car. I'm like, I'm not driving this car. Do you want to borrow this car? And so she borrowed my car. Um, it, you know, it, it takes good care of it. You know, it takes very, very, very good care of it, actually. Um, and, and so, but I'm always, and I actually called her a scammer to her face. <laughs> but, you know, and it, and it was one of those things. Her, her rebuttal to me was, I'm not a scammer. You've met me in person. And my response, and I wasn't even thinking about it, but my response was, just because I met you in person doesn't mean you're not a scammer. Well, that's true. I mean, look at all the con, con artists of the past. <laughs> They've all met people in person, haven't they? That's right. So, and, and you know, these other scams, you know, the email scam, the phone call scam, um, you, you, those scam, those are easy to pick out. The online romance scam is the most difficult scam to pick out because you never know if you're talking to a group of people or if you're talking to one individual or even what sex they might be. <laughs> and exactly. Exactly. And and I've actually met, and this is, this is where they get really complicated. I've actually had a video chat with a young lady who was overseas, but the person who's texting me is a male. So they, they are very elaborate. You know, forged documents, things of that nature. Any, here's, a, here's another piece of advice. Anybody who sends you information to prove their story is true, chances are it's not a true story. Yeah, because why wouldn't you be affronted if it wasn't, <laughs> if you were genuine? That's right. And the, the inheritance, the inheritance, that's probably the most typical scam that's used in romance. Uh, nice to meet you. You go through the formalities. Nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself. Oh, I'm X. Uh, I'm X years old. Uh, I live alone, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I run a company, blah, blah, blah. Then they automatically give you too much information about them trusting you. Um, you know, hey, you know, I, I get a good feeling about you. I think I can trust you. Here's a document of my inheritance. I've never met a real person that would ever send a document through a text message to prove that they're real. No, no, I mean, that 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 really is, you know, really thinking that, you, you know, that people are really stupid if they think that that, that is likely to happen in real life. You know, especially so, to a relatively, you know, relative stranger, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. Somebody that you just started talking to a week ago and they're they're basically saying, hey, if you give me $5,000, I can get a million dollars and I'll come and marry you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, come on. Who, who in real life does that? Well, well David, um, we're c coming up to time now. And it's been really a fascinating subject, you know, which we're, I'm, I'm happy to sort of delve a bit deeper and have more conversations around it in uh, possibly future episodes if uh, you'd be happy to come on again. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Lynn, it, it's been my pleasure, and I, uh, you know, thank you for um, taking the time and uh, and 
talking with me. That's great. Um, is there any contact information you can give our listeners so that if they did want to get in touch with you, then uh, that you'd be happy to share? Yeah, um, you can actually, um, I actually have a, a couple of different websites. Uh, the, the one uh, regarding uh, online scams uh, can be located at ScammerUs, uh, which is www.scamareus.com. Um, and basically, that's just some information um, uh, that I've kind of put together about online romance scams. Um, and you can send me an email um, at uh, david at scammerus.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'll make sure that information as well as your other contact information and um, some useful uh bits and uh, pieces that David sent me about who he is and what he's done previously is contained within our show notes as usual so that uh, if you did miss making a note of that information it's all there for you in the show notes for the listeners I want to say thank you very much again David Scott it's been absolutely brilliant I've loved speaking about this subject and it's so different to speak about something that um, is so useful but you know very much related to love dating and relationships absolutely Lynn thank you very much you're very welcome so listeners there we have it David Scott um, really interesting episode I hope you gained some really valuable insights and bits of wisdom from that I know I did I thoroughly enjoyed it so for now remember true love starts with opening your hearts until next time goodbye for now thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.